with your moron ears. Yeah. It's us with the podcast. How bad cast? Oh. It's me, Mike <laughs> Linden, your host. With us as always, your co-host, Stephen Montenegro. I am with you as always. Did we open with moron ears? <laughs> we did open okay. with moron All ears. Right. Your fine. moron ears, Dan Linden. Hi. Is a reference to Dan's moron ears. Yeah, that's what they called me back in the schoolyard. Kids can be so cruel. We'd play stick and hoop, and they'd say, spin the hoop better, moron ears. Because your ears were always failing your times test. And then my pappy was killed in the mine. (laughs) Why did they uh, consider your ears moron as far as stick and hoop goes? Um... I don't know, because I could, I couldn't hear. Stick and hoop is very, you know, it's about the sound of the hoop. You got to know if the hoop sounds right. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like how a a good center fielder will read the flight of the ball based on the crack of the bat. Yeah, with their smarty ears. Oh God, you're never gonna play center field. <sighs> That's fine. Oh, John Fogarty is so disappointed in you. What? <laughs> oh no. I don't remember that. I don't know what you're referencing. He wrote that song about how coach should put him in so he can play center field. Huh. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. He didn't mean to put him in coach, coach seating in a, in a flight? No, because okay. the end of that ends with, look at me, I can be center field. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that a solo job? or is Oh, that yeah, a- that's a solo jam. All right. Uh, here we are doing the podcast, uh, recording night style, but not in not, the style of nights where we would yeah. be drinking beers and having a good time. No, we're having, <laughs> we're, we want to make sure that this is specifically not a good time for anyone involved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, recording late, getting around Dan's hectic fringe rehearsal schedule. Oh boy. Oh man. When you call out exactly what it is, it just doesn't make it sound important. Check <laughs> it out the week before this came out. I think. Also probably the week that this comes out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you could I, tell people what it's called and like where they would see it. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that now. That's for plug time. Right. That's a good oh, point. Okay. Teaser. Oh, yeah. So, like, because it's more likely that people will listen all the way through the show to hear the... Oh, my God. To Go hear to the plug. Fringe. No, no, no. We're not doing it now. All right. Then it is that they would just not know the answer to right. what it is. Sure. You had a lot of fun with that back and forth, didn't you? Well, he kind of ruined it. What have you guys been up to? I was in the middle. Well, we did a show without you. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. very good. Yeah? yeah, Extremely it was good. Yes. Top notch? Um, yeah, we got a lot of good feedback out IRL. Great, great. Uh, our fans just seek us out when we're out in the world. Uh-huh. Yep. It's a real hard day's night situation when we're out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, except for instead of being the Beatles, yes. uh-huh. we're seeing Jawbox. Oh, right. Uh-huh. That... That happened. We went to a Jawbox show on Friday. Jawbox. Jawbox. Who's that? What? <laughs> oh, you sweet summer child. I don't know. I, was that ever in rotation when we lived in the same bedroom? Uh, No, not really. Well, there you go. Uh, I didn't find Jawbox until uh, late in... Really? Like, not Jawbox having time. Oh, that's on me. Ah. <laughs> that's my fault. So, yeah. I should have... I should have told you. It didn't go down the chain, so that's why I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, right. no, I, f- I feel bad. I had about already, this. I had already lost control of you by the time Jawbox came into I see. life. I see. Yeah, what were you listening to when, like, you know, after Mike moved out? I don't know. Uh, what year was that? Uh, 1999. Oh boy, sure. What was I listening to? Uh, 
Another Summer. What? Sound of the Funky Drummer. What? 1990. It's doing a public enemy thing. Oh. So I wasn't listening so to Public, public Enemy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so we've determined at least one thing you weren't listening to. Yeah, process to. of elimination. Public Enemy. Not Public Enemy. Yeah, so everything else. Yes, Just probably. like pretty much anything but Public anything Enemy. Anything but Public Enemy I was on top of, Why do sure. you hate Chuck D? I... More specifically... He's just so aggressive. Why do you hate Flav of Flav? I mean, he's terrifying. Yeah, do you hate love? I, I mean... Yeah. Was that love? <laughs> He was working on it. I guess it was a flavor of. Was it called a flavor of love? No, it was just flavor of love. He right. was working on it. Yeah, okay. there were no articles involved. Yeah, because that seems like that'd be more a more. Didn't he marry like Dolph Lundgren's ex-wife in that process? What? What's uh, that woman's name? That French actress. I don't remember. Brigitte Nielsen. Duf- Delphina Lundgren. Uh huh. That doesn't sound French. No, it doesn't. Brigitte Nielsen is her name. Okay. And I think she was married to Dolph Lundgren at one point in time. Huh. Yeah, that's uh, possible. I maybe mean, I'm just thinking of Rocky IV. <laughs> did she play his wife in Rocky IV? I think IV? she did, yeah. <laughs> oh. Let me check on this. Okay. The Russian super wife of Russian super boxer? Yeah. Who was Lithuanian, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Who was Lithuanian? Uh, Ivan Drago. Oh. I don't remember that level of detail of the Rocky sequels. Oh, what? why? Nationalities and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, it was about the boxing, mm. not about where they came from. Oh, no, never mind. Brigitte Nielsen was married to Sylvester Stallone when they made that Rocky movie. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. One could argue that that movie in particular was mostly about where they came <laughs> sure, from. Sure, 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 sure. Really was. There was a, just like a there's just like a good twenty minutes of just walking through snow. Mm. <laughs> Yet somehow it managed to be significantly better than Transformers Two. Uh, because that was like just forty to sixty minutes of just walking through sand. Right. I mean, I think there's a clear distinction between sand and snow. Yeah. Yeah. So I what, mean, what we're learning here right now in the language of film is that snow is more interesting than sand. It really is to like shoot. That's probably true. Like a snowstorm. And to make those sounds. I bet the the sound guy is having a great time. A little crunch, yeah. a little more crunch too. Yeah, crunch, making those crunches. Bit, some creaking just from the cold wind. Ooh, yeah. Some ice just cracking. You can almost hear you can almost hear the moisture being sapped out of the uh the cold, cold boards that made up the shack. Yeah, absolutely. That he trained in. Totally. Right. Because, you know, he had to go to Russia to train. Right. Because yes. he couldn't just train in America and then fly to Russia and hang out there for three or four days while he got over his jet lag and then box. <laughs> <laughs> um, I rem- there was some contrivance about how the kid would be distracting. Sure. I believe that that is also the movie in which his child was played by his child. Oh, Oh, maybe it was no. Maybe that was Rocky Five. I don't yeah, know. that was Rocky Five, the one with Tommy Morrison, who was a real boxer, who was Tommy Gunn. Ah. And, wow! Guess what his boxing nickname was? The Gun Guy. No, it always goes in between your first and last. Tommy name. the Gun Guy. <laughs> Tommy the Gun Gun. No, Machine. Oh, he was Tommy Machine Gun. <laughs> sure, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. You're, you're not supposed to think it's cool. You're supposed to respond with, that's cool. I've only <laughs> seen the first Rocky. What? Sorry. 
How? But how did? No, I just like. How does that even happen? I don't know, Mike. Uh, I guess the Rockies were popular enough that they weren't on uh, just regular non-cable TV very much. Yeah, but like, and they weren't thirty-six years old now or something like that. Dan. I didn't see the first Rock until like a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're thirty-six years old now. At some point in your life, you've had TBS. Let the record show I'm 35. <laughs> yeah, he's got plenty of time to watch the yeah. Rocky movies. I feel like it's just one of those, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I probably only would have seen them earlier in my life if they had been, like, something our dad watched. Right. Which they were not. Apparently. Apparently. They're, yeah. They sort of vacillate back and forth between good and uh, the perfect kind of cheesy. Sure. You should watch them all. Okay. Like, you know what? We'll wait. Oh, uh, <laughs> I guess that's. Uh, I guess this is going to be a multi-episode yeah. arc. Yes. <laughs> oh, so I guess we'll just talk about something else in the interim. I guess so. Uh, Finish up this episode. And sure. Then you can watch the Rocky movies. Or uh, I mean, we could stop recording this one, start recording another one, and then when I ever, whenever I get to finishing watching <laughs> all the Rocky movies. <laughs> We start this one back up. No, but then like that whole explanation will be in there, and Mike's not going to take the time to cut oh, that yeah. out. That's right, very true. Right, 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 right. Okay. It'll seem contrived. <laughs> How about I just make a note to myself? Once I've watched uh, Rocky 8 or whatever. You mean Creed 2? Oh, sure, right. <laughs> Once I've watched Creed 2, I'll make a note that's like, talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. I've seen Creed. So there's Rocky 1 through 5. Yeah. And then there's Rocky Balboa. Right. And then Creed. Right, I've seen that one. And then Creed 2. I have not seen that one. So that's Rocky 8. Got it. You I've were right. I've seen Rocky 1 and Creed 1. Well, that makes sense. At least you're uh, you're on the tip of the iceberg in both of those series. Yeah. Yeah, you have a strong foundation. I know. Uh, I, I, I have zero... Uh, I have zero, like, visual evidence for... The tragedy that had befallen Sylvester Stallone over the years. I only saw the consequences <laughs> where he's like a mumbling old man who visits his wife's grave every day. Well, spoilers. Well, <sighs> for I mean, you. In fairness, he was a mumbling young man. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, I mean, half of the first Rocky is him who visits just going. visits his turtles every day. Half he, of the first Rocky I learned when I finally watched it is just like him going from place to place in the neighborhood and people are just being like, hey, Rock. And I'm just going like, well, yeah, I have, a, I have something to say right now. So you punch some meat. Yeah. Like a lot of that movie is just him walking like a yeah, couple of blocks. Of, he's a man of the people. Yeah, yeah. he is. I, Man, you're basically. You're, what? You're basically not sharing in the American experience. I you mean, might as well be Ivan Drago. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. right. Take that. Well. Whatever I touch, I destroy, right? Yeah. See? A bad cast. Oh. A bad cast. A bad cast. A bad cast. A bad cast. Ooh. A bad cast. Ah. A bad cast. Ooh. A bad cast. Fun. I've uh, seen a I've seen a clip on YouTube of uh 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 Carl Weathers uh running around with James Brown's Living in America behind him. Yeah, that's yeah. how he trained. Uh, just dancing around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. That's actually kind of a plot point to that film. Great. Uh, yeah, man, you gotta catch up. I guess you you like. I honestly believe you're not really sharing fully in the American experience, having not seen any but any of the Rocky movies, but Rocky and Creed. 
in Creed, I guess. But if like you don't see the ones in between, have you really earned Creed? <laughs> and Creed isn't a Rocky movie. It's a movie that contains Rocky. Right. It's in the Rocky cinematic universe. Yeah. 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 The Philadelphia verse. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Even though most of it doesn't happen in Philadelphia. Sure. Right. But I mean, it happens at Apollo's house. <laughs> oh, spoilers again. Damn it. <laughs> uh, Dan, you got to catch up. Next, next thing, next thing you're gonna tell me you've not, you've never seen any of the Rambo movies. That is true. What the hell, Dan? If you had, if you had been here for last week's episode, you'd know that Mike and I are anxiously awaiting a new Rambo movie. Oh yeah, I forgot we talked about the Rambo stuff. Yeah, and. Mostly, I've still forgotten. I suppose. So is the is the new Rambo movie just going to be him like t- going to therapy? And I don't, like... I don't know what it is, but we talked about it last week, so we can't talk about it now. <laughs> okay, sorry, I missed it. So you can't keep up on Rocky, and you can't keep up on your own podcast. You're basically not American. Yeah, what's more American than? Why don't you go back where you came from, Dan? <sighs> Well, Mike gave me a ride here, so that's going to be hard to do. <laughs> Mike, you take him back to where he came from. Well, that was part of the plan for yeah, the night. I mean, Damn it! <laughs> I want this to be more inconvenient. Well, um, I don't know. I could stand on one foot how will while I we get, record the rest of the how show. How will I get Southerners to vote for me if I'm not inconveniencing <laughs> you? Great. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, have we talked about... Uh, have we talked about what our, our friend uh, Jörg Sprav is doing right lately? Jörg Sprava, the uh, the slingshot guy? Yeah, the slingshot guy. I don't think we've talked about our favorite Our favorite YouTube uh, bizarre strongman who spends all of his time constructing slingshots. For what purpose? Uh, um, to make cooler and cooler slingshot devices. Well, it started as... Um, I understand the physics of a slingshot. You can make slingshots better. I see. Him. Okay. Great. And then it started as uh, I could make cooler and cooler slingshots. Right. And like I've it, shown you some of these, right, Dan? Like, for instance, the classic uh, slingshot cannon that he made. No, I've not like seen Like the this. ballista? I mean, he was. I, from what I remember, he was using it specifically to shoot, like, cannonballs. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no I was thinking of the Ballista episode after um, The Hobbit came out. And oh, sure. He thought, you know, and he sought to he sought to see if the design that they used for smog killing mm-hmm. would right. work. And yeah, that was also smog. Was that like two episodes where he tried to make it and then he tried to make a better? He one? He tried to make it and it kind of worked. And then he he's like, well, if they wanted to do it super right, they right. would have done it like this. Interesting. They would have. Doubled the amount of slingshot arms. And then he's made like a slingshot minigun where like it just shoots a bunch of them all yeah, at like once. Yeah, like a Gatling gun yeah. huh. where you can like turn a crank and it slingshots. Yeah. No, I've not seen these. What's his name? Jurg? Jurg Sprava. Yeah. All right. Or Sprav. But now apparently he's unionizing YouTubers. Oh, good for Jurg. Yeah. Huh. Oh, except for I, I'm all for organized labor yeah. and like, you know, <laughs> making sure that like... The workers control the means of production. Yeah. Um, except for, think of all the kids with terrible hair that just disturb ancient burial grounds and say, whoa, <laughs> at the camera and their phone for uh-huh. one million hits that yeah. will make more money because of this. 
I mean, well, maybe those kids will be like, I don't need you and your dumb old union. I hope I'm so. a superstar. <laughs> What's up, guys? Today I'm gonna jump off this roof and desecrate this. <laughs> oh, I just realized that all those dudes that record the vlog posts in the front front seat of their truck will also make uh, more uh, money uh, off of it. <laughs> Yeah, they'll start uh, logging their mileage. I don't oh, know. This is gonna be, getting that. This <laughs> is going to be a real test of my principles here. <laughs> like, uh, I can't tell how much uh, how much this is actually doing. Like, I can't tell how Europe specific it is. For one thing. Oh sure. Uh, oh yeah, because they have different like you know internet rules. Right. They do. Uh, but yeah, there's like one video out on his uh, YouTube that's about this. That does, is, does it still involve a slingshot? No. Oh. It is very much out of character for his uh, videos. Partly in that like it's it's kind of structured like it's a workplace video. Like it has <laughs> the, an like, industrial film. Yeah, it has the yeah. like long pauses between topics. Yeah. Uh, for I assume title cards, though I wasn't actually looking at it at the time most when those popped up. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot less. Hey, look at how cool this is gonna be. Right. Hello, <laughs> I have I have been considering a slingshot with eleven slingshot arms. It, its power will be enormous. I guess I should consider making it an even number instead of an odd number, so it will make sense. It's very clear that it's been too long since you watched his channel <laughs> because no, you're using German. you're using your generic hilarious German accent as opposed to his completely different but equally hilarious yeah, German accent. I guess I can't remember <laughs> I guess I can't remember what it sounds like. I'm sure I could I, I'm he, sure I could he work more up. talks down here. Oh, oh that's and right. he gets he talks very much into oh and, how much And he says a lot of he says a lot of THs and talks down here. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. Nice. Jurg. Ah, oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, I love this guy. <laughs> and he's so enthusiastic, but his enthusiasm is all in that bass voice of his. Sure. Like, still you know, floating along uh, the rising and lowering tones that your fake German accent does. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, with a lot more of his, uh, you know, beefiness. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, his neck's bigger around than my waist. Wow. Yeah. No wonder he can build such giant slingshots. And no wonder he can wrestle the Alphabet Corporation to yeah. the ground. Yeah. You hear that? Uh, what's his name? Sir, Sir, Sergey Sergei Brin? Yeah, Sergey. <laughs> Yurg's cut. <co> oh. <laughs> Yurg's coming for the Serg. <laughs> Yurg versus Sergey. Who will win? Like One it. man has an army of lawyers. The other, an army of slingshot-clad youth. That's right. Rocky Nine. <laughs> awesome. Also, Michael B. Jordan is there. Yeah, why not? <laughs> he's charming. And looks like he's strong. Yeah. I don't know if he's actually strong. Unclear. But, but he's done a great job of making it look like he's yeah, strong. Yeah, that dude got cut. Right. It's hard to tell what uh, Hollywood gyms actually accomplish as far as like what you can do yeah. as opposed to what you can look like. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I've only been actually strong. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Mike? <laughs> that was such a perfect... Total agreement. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that was such a perfect natural ascent <laughs> to what I said. <laughs> yeah, I've never been handsome strong. Sure. Only, only actually strong. 
Uh, you know, yeah. I jump over cars. And, yeah. A deep pragmatic strength. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Pragmatism. Yeah. Like the type of strength that you get by picking beats out on the step. <laughs> Honestly, if there's a type of strong that I've ever been in my life, that's probably the closest. Sure. Picking what? Beats out on the step. Beats. Yeah. Like it. I, I don't understand what the difficulty. Beats. Yeah. Root vegetables. Yeah. Out on the step. You a, had beats? You what? had access to beets? What are you doing? What are you doing right now? I don't know. I mean, have you, not, have you not ever seen a grocery store, Dan? Or the ground that beets are growing in? When did you stop being improv guy? I don't know. I genuinely thought maybe Stephen had experience in the past with, like, beet harvesting. <laughs> On the step? I don't know. Uh, you know that I, like, that the studio that we had for this that we called the Spider Room, I was actively growing beets in there. Okay. Dan, he's he's uh, that's a true thing in a window box in that little like window cutout in that room. I was growing beets. In a go. beatbox? Oh, yeah. well, because I called the room. Hey. Yeah, it was in my beatbox because I called the room my beat lab, but I uh, spelled it with two e's. Nice. So then wow. I figured I'd try and grow beets, and I grew three very small beets. Nice. Uh, how'd they work out? I mean, I ate them. They were fine. Well, that's good. Yeah, they were they were about a standard six sided die worth of beet left once I had peeled them all off. Sure, sure, sure. That's all they grew. Right. How much? Growth space did they have? How many? How big were these boxes? They were like beat they're boxes. like eight inches. Right. How big were the beat boxes? They're like six or eight inches wide and like two feet long. Huh. And like I put five plants in there, and like the the second from left and the second from right both failed. So you know they needed more space clearly. Uh huh. But yeah. Ooh, but those three beets. Yeah, mm-hmm. I ate them. They were fine. Great. I ate them with a. I, I think I ate them with some goat cheese and some greens. That sounds good. Sounds like a good I'm, choice. I'm sure. a big fan of a beet salad. How did you prepare them? Raw. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I think I blanched them so that they were easier to peel. Sure. Right. Because otherwise, but, you got to work at it. But I didn't cook them. You blanched. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you blanched. You blanched. <laughs> there's, there's a. There's a sketch about the Golden Girls in here somewhere. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> certainly, certainly. Uh, and I can't quite. I mean, is it? Well, when do you say that? After you have sex with a 62-year-old man and then don't call him anymore? I guess so. You blanched. Yeah, it's too bad that Dorothy wasn't named Blanche because she blanched the shit out of people. As far as like, yeah, the tone of voice that we were using when we said you blanched. Yeah, that's mm. true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't remember that much about Golden Girls. Me neither. Dorothy was the sarcastic one. I mean, Rose I know the who dumb. they are. I watched a couple episodes <laughs> last week because it was on. Sure. Oh, okay. How much do you remember about those episodes? Um, Very little. All right. Uh, Estelle Getty was there. Yep. Checks out. Yep. Unless you were watching uh, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Huh. Was, was Rambo there? No, Rambo wasn't there. Okay, good. It was Golden Girls. Nice. Okay, good. Great. I'm Just glad, making sure. Glad we solved that. Yeah. Sorry, it, was Rocky there? Was not, Rambo there? Was last episode? Yeah. Yeah. Was Rocky there? No, Rocky was not there. Okay, we're we're good. We're <laughs> still good. What's it? What's what's next episode? Cliff huh? Cliff guy. Cliffhanger. Oh yeah. Cliffhanger guy. <laughs> yeah. Because huh. you know John Lithgow should always be a supervillain. I've never seen that either. John oh, really? Lithgow. John Lithgow is a. Uh, is a like homicidal maniac villain. Um, okay. In the no, mountains, right? No, it's not. It doesn't work. <laughs> but there is a certain point where uh, 
cliffhanger guy. Yeah. Like impales Rocky. somebody on a stalactite. Does he do it upward? I think I he does it upward. Yeah. Whoa. Yes. yes. Um, and the I harder think, way. Yeah. And I think it's just an icicle. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But maybe there's a stalactite inside of the icicle. Sure. It feels give it like, like it a core, be... like a strong core. Yeah. Seems like an icicle would. I don't know. I don't know. You don't it's... know how long it's been there yeah. getting strong? Yeah. I suppose. Like if it's been like. It was big. If it's been forming for a long time and the temperature hasn't fluctuated much. Yeah. It's probably pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. And Duh. it's like thick. If it's like pretty thick even at its point. And he's using his pragmatic strength to kill a man on it. I will say that while Lithgow may have been slightly miscast there, um, the movie's actually like, like in the same way that you like the latter uh, Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think Cliffhanger would do it for you. Yeah, it is in that vein. All right. All right. I mean. I haven't seen it in a few years. I don't think there's so much. I don't think you're going to get as much family out of it. Certainly. It's just one guy hanging off cliffs, right? Yeah, it's about... Does he even have other cliffhangers? No, I think this is about how he doesn't have family. Yeah, he oh. lost so, He lost somebody at the beginning. To a cliff? Yeah. If, oh, no. Well, if, I mean, I guess it was more of like a ravine. Yeah, I, like I said, I haven't seen it in at Kravats? least a couple of years. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, I mean, in the sense that negative space is still space, it's yeah. still about family. Sure. Because it's about the lack of family. Yeah. Oh. Think about it. It's still... There's still a theme there. Yeah. It could inspire... Even uh, the most Grinchy of Shaw's, huh? To value fail is Shaw uh, Jason Statham. Correct. I'm I'm working with my extremely limited knowledge yes. of the relationships yes. of all of the Shaw characters. Shaw is Jason the... Statham. That's correct. He murdered one of their friends. Right. But then, but then he watched Cliffhanger. And he's like, you know what? Family is important. <laughs> I think it was more because his particular set of skills were convenient for whatever they were trying to resolve in the next movie, he then sort of became a de facto member of the family. No, the government made them as an excuse for getting for letting the, two of them out of prison. Yeah, the government did kind of force them to be family. They literally said, you have to work together or you don't get out of prison. Mm -hmm. By the way, have you guys seen like the most recent uh, trailers for Hobbs and Shaw? No. I, I may have. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, like I avoid trailers. You should. <laughs> I'm very disappointed in these most recent trailers. I'm not going to talk about what they reveal, but I feel like they reveal something that uh, should be saved for fun in the movie. Oh, I'm not sure if I've seen them or not, but I will say this. Uh, TV and like random ads that I get served have been running trailers for Hobbs and Shaw for like a year and a half now. <laughs> and they're into like they're into like some full on like they're into some full on like Bollywood EDM <laughs> supercut style like trailers at this point in time. Because they can't just keep showing you the same sixty and thirty second right, trailer right, cuts right, over and over. Right, right. They're under like the fifteenth thirty second trailer cut. And it is it is getting old. I've probably seen most of this movie at this point. That's why yeah, I avoid that's the that issue. Shit. That's why I avoid that shit. You don't want to get the spoilers that are in trailers? No, I want to... Well, especially for movies like this, I want to be just delighted. delighted at the, I knew you were going to say delighted. I want to be delighted in the moment of how absurd this movie is. Like, right. Are they going to... Are they going to kill a helicopter with yeah. a sub that breaks through the ice? Right. Or like, <laughs> or like, you know, I only, I don't want to, I want to be surprised at the exact number of jump kicks that Jason Statham does in this movie. <laughs> um, well, it's like, it's semi-joke action Jason Statham, That's so he's going to get beat up a lot. 
Yeah, but he's got to at least, you know, get a couple of jump then, kicks in but there, then, right? But then once he'll beat up a lot of dudes really well. Yes, so that you know that he can hang. Yeah. Like, he's he should be here. Do you think, uh, how many action, like, script writers are just banging their heads against a wall trying to come up with the new uh, creatively destroying a helicopter of action movie? Because <laughs> oh. that has been the pinnacle of action movie. Yeah. Like, different techniques. Yeah. But largely similar techniques. Yeah. For yeah. quite a while. It Ramming has. something into it. Yeah. yeah. Or, like... Or hooking something around it. Yeah. Or I, jumping off a motorcycle into it. Right. Yeah. Um, or, or just launching a vehicle. Yeah, launching into a it. car or yeah. a possibly a submarine, a yeah. nuclear submarine <laughs> yes. into it. It's like we're just waiting. If you get fast and furious enough, <laughs> eventually you get a nuclear submarine. Mm-hmm. Like the worst thing that happened to action movies was uh, the lower level of warfare that we've been in. Like we're not, <laughs> we're not creating like uh, new uh, uh, uh. vehicles that. Enter widely enter the public yeah, consciousness now, yeah, anymore. Yeah, because now now what's the new cool thing to do? Don't worry, let me hack that drone that's nearby and just fly it into the I helicopter. Mean, to, Watch me type. Uh-huh. Yeah. Although to be fair, like in the Fast and Furious movie that had a drone, I believe in the end the Rock punched it really hard. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that seems right. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing: should you be should if you're an action movie writer? Yes. Yeah. Um and. Let's say, let's say I now am an action movie writer yes. because um, I'm going to start brainstorming. Manifest. So I, I might, I might as well, I might as well eventually write it down and get paid. Yeah, get sure. my bag. Uh, <laughs> that your mon- bag with a mon- is there money in this it? bag? Yeah, it would be a bag full of money. Okay, it's just a, thank you for clarifying. Thing, it's a thing that cool people say. All right, all right. Sorry, you guys aren't cool enough to <laughs> understand me. Just one bag. Well, you get your bag, and your bag is of various sizes. I see. Um, bag of holding. Cool right. has really changed character since the nerds it, took over. It right. really has. I did conceive of the other day while talking to some folks the possibility that I might just start a business employing improvisers as hired, uh, as paid DMs for uh, D&D games. Yeah, I would do that. <laughs> I've had friends who've been trying to get a, a game going specifically for me to be the dungeon master. I, of. On, I honestly think that I could that I could make money like just hiring improvisers to be paid DMs. <laughs> Uh, I'd start an app. Sure. There'd be an app. There has to be an app. Yeah. Right? I'd, sure. Oh. I mean, really, like, the main thing that would be getting in the way of improvisers being DMs would be the actual work of scaling monsters to the characters they're trying to fight. So that would be the app's job. Right. Yeah. Yeah, see? Easy enough. You're improvising along. Yeah, you decide, now f- is the time for a monster. App, give me a, an appropriately sized monster. Yeah, the app does all the fucking math. Yeah. Well, I mean, how many improvisers do you know that are super nerds, though, and that would just plan campaigns to get paid for it anyway? I mean, many of them already play D&D. That's what so. I'm saying. So, like, if all of a sudden I'm paying them to plan campaigns, uh-huh. they're like, I would have done this for free. And I said, oh, man, I offered you too much money. Mm. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. There should be a form of the app. The app should be designed so that it can be run on three tablets at once that are uh, that are connected together to make a DM screen. Oh, that's a really good point. Hmm. God, why are we giving this away? This I know. Is, yeah, this, I'm actually... I'm just going to make so much money from the people who have enough money to have three tablets that they're going to uh, connect together. I mm-hmm. actually feel kind of bad that I'm giving this away now. <laughs> we'll go um, back to your action movie script then. Yeah, Would so... Would it be four tablets? 
No, What's the three. folding mechanism of a DM? It's just three. Just, All right. Yeah, it's like a. Um, yeah. It's like so, a. Uh, it's like a science fair. Yeah, that's backwards. I'm sorry, I doubted myself. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think that uh, I was wrong, and by extension, uh, my co-hosts are wrong. You can email Whoa. us. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com, he said in protest. <laughs> uh, so anyways, should you should you be trying to find new clever ways to destroy helicopters? Or should you be flying other flying vehicles that you can destroy with tried and true methods that you just amp up a little bit? Oh, I think you misunderstood me. I wasn't saying we need that where there's a drought of uh, new vehicles with which to destroy helicopters. I meant that there's been a drought of uh, uh, pinnacle vehicle to be destroyed. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. We should be finding new vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. Like you should be. Lime scooters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You should be launching lime scooters up a ramp at a UAV. Yeah. You know, normal stuff. I. Okay. Oh, you would want to use bird scooters just for the just for the uh, synergy of the name. Oh, sure. When are we going to get our our entirely scooter-based uh, speed action movie? Great question. Uh, Fast and Furious 9? Scooter time? <laughs> Maybe. Scooter time. Someone please green light and spend $200 million making a feature film that just forces The Rock and Jason Statham to ride around on electric scooters. Yep. yep. I mean... They would do that. They'd be game for that. I mean... Like, there's a real war in who's going to have superiority in the scooter game. Like, I mean, basically, you could get the budget be, of that film yeah. with, yeah, the product placement. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, God. What Come on, the, venture capitalists. Yeah, just, you know what? If you're a venture capitalist mm-hmm. that's trying to turn your $200 million Lime scooter investment into a billion-dollar Lime scooter investment, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and you'd like to spend $200 million on a feature film to do so, get at us. We'll write the script. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And we have an excellent app idea for you while we're at it. <laughs> yeah, we'll also well, pitch we've got it. you at the table. <laughs> we'll also pitch this app. And then we'll, and then, you know, we'll just get two bags. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We'll be like, thank you, sharks. Two bags. <laughs> can we hold out for three bags so that Whoa. each of us can each have get one? two bags. Oh, okay. Oh, we nice. get a script bag nice. and an app bag. Nice. <laughs> I love it. This sounds great. God, you lack imagination. <laughs> what are you talking about? I came up with that great uh, DM screen thing. I'm just really, I'm still really excited at the idea of like there being like one of the big turns in a movie being like a bunch of, a uh, bunch of people in like all black with like tinted motorcycle helmets on just coming around the corner on electric scooters <laughs> and just like wasting somebody. Uh-huh. Yeah, with like Uzis, yeah. like while they like yes. ride with one hand yes. on the electric scooter. But then like, and then like when they try to get away, like one guy's battery runs out, and then Vin Diesel just like rips his head off with his yeah. bare hands. And then like, yeah, and then Vin Diesel, Jet Li, and DMX have to avenge their friend. Yeah, yeah. This script is pretty much written, you guys. <laughs> um, awesome. But like, also Jason Statham is there, and also he needs to uh, continually find someone to. Uh, pick him up, uh, charge his heart overnight, and <laughs> yeah. then put him back where they found him. Here's the thing, though. If, I mean, if anyone should be in a movie that is very much about incorporating electric scooters, it should be Statham, because I would 
absolutely pay money for a movie in which I am guaranteed a scene where Jason Statham beats the shit out of like twelve dudes with an electric scooter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That well, that's the thing about him, right? You can like you don't you basically don't even need Aaliyah anymore. What? Because you oh. can swing the scooter around. <laughs> Romeo must die. Okay, right. just check in. Didn't you say Jason Statham? I did. Oh, whatever. Anyway. Uh, well, she's the only person that I could think of that got swung around. <laughs> she actually got <laughs> swung around in that movie? Yeah. They, she was used as a weapon. Huh. I didn't see that movie either. Oh, you got to you gotta pick up, pick up that too. Dude, you're so bad at seeing movies. What's the last movie you saw? Don't get mad at Timbaland for leaving <laughs> you without a beat to step to. See that movie. He got there. I stand by it. <laughs> I had to, had to really, really reach as to exactly what the wording of that was. I think yeah. I got it. Great. You got close. I love it. <laughs> What's the last movie you saw, Dan? Uh, this is actually starting to hurt my ears. Sorry. Now. Great question. Um, the movie I last watched was... <sighs> So it was so much better last week. <laughs> I think John Wick 2. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen any of the John Wick sequels yet. But but you somehow managed to not have seen Romeo Must Die? Yeah. I don't know. What, what were you even doing? When Romeo Must Die was out? Probably it, homework. I mean, well, <laughs> it's been out ever yet. since. I know, but I never like, you know. Dan's always doing homework. I don't, yeah, I'm still doing homework. For what? You know, life, man. Oh, that sounds terrible. You sound <laughs> Trig like... life. What? That's what my Trig tattoo life. says. Yeah, it seems like you've made your life terrible. Mm. I don't know. I never, I'm not good at seeking out movies that are not immediately in front of me. Well, sure. I guess it's Mike's fault then. Yeah. I guess so. When did I see that movie? It was definitely not when it came out. You sure? Yes. I assume that's something you watched either like in your dorm or in that garbage house you guys all lived in. <laughs> it was definitely in the garbage house that we all lived in, if you didn't see it in what? the theater with us. Uh, probably. Because we, we definitely went to see it in the theater. Because <laughs> that was the... I think that was the impetus for uh, Enemy of the Show, Noel, insisting that uh, Jet Li's The One would be the best movie ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> if yeah, I'm remembering see, the order of Operation correctly. I'm pretty sure I saw The One before I saw... <laughs> Uh, oh, Romeo man. was done. You, you also got robbed of an experience, but at least you brought it back around. And then I think I saw that movie where Jet Li kicks the uh, pool ball up out of the pocket and then kicks it at somebody. Whoa. Oh, yeah, that John Woo movie? Uh, yeah, I think like Bridget Fonda was in it. What? Uh, Something dragony, maybe? Anyway. Yeah, that John uh, Woo movie. That may not have been made by John Woo at all, but I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> wow. In any case, yes. Jet Li had a good run there. Sure. Uh, just really invest the time. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely am uh, lacking in, a, in my Jet Li knowledge. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you should get on top of that. Yeah. The, the nice thing about, um, the nice thing about like those, uh, those like, you know, like martial arts movie stars too is like they just get to retire at some point in time. Yeah. Because you can't do that forever. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, they're not still eastwooding all over the place. Yeah, eventually you just teach Jaden Smith to take your place. Right. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm not sure. I can't remember which movie this is. It wasn't Black Mask because that was the first Jet Li movie that everybody knew what it was. Right. I definitely saw that. Yeah. Uh, um, and it, I don't think it was Cradle to the Grave, the other movie that he was in with DMX. I did not see Cradle to the Grave. Really should have gotten on that one. It might have been Unleashed. No, Unleashed <laughs> is the one where he's with Bob Hoskins, who says, oh, You're that's my right. dog. Whoa. That's right. Where he's Bob oh, yeah. Hoskins' human dog. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So he's like, that's the movie where Bob Hoskins like basically like keeps him as like a pet weapon. Well, basically, he keeps him, is that the idea? He, the idea is that he keeps him as like a fighting dog. Yes. But, you know, a, a person. Are there other fighting people dogs? I can't actually remember like, they if go anyone to like else. A... I think I think everyone else was just like somebody who took part in the fighting. Yeah, it I was think like... I think Jet Li was the only one who was yeah. actually had a collar on. It was um... like his backstory to the DOA tournament that was going on, or the Street Fighter tournament, or you know, yeah, however you want to. Right, know. right. Like Ryu and Ken were there of their own volition to prove <laughs> they were the best. Right, like. Like, but Jet Li was a dog. Chun Li was there to avenge her father. Right. <laughs> Jet Li was <laughs> a wholly owned subsidiary of Mario. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. And when you took off the collar, he was just a. Uh... Oh, I guess what we're describing is a slave. We're describing a slave. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. That was what was happening there. I was searching for the word. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. Eventually, he uh, probably fought. For his freedom? I would think so, right? Yeah, I think that's how that works. I don't remember exactly how that came about. I assume it was partly due to the love of a woman. Bob Hoskins' love of a woman? No. no. I think he loved a lizard person. <laughs> I assume he, like, escapes at some point, right? Bob Hoskins didn't love a lizard person. He trusted the fungus. Right. Mar- John Leguizamo loved a lizard person, maybe, right? Which one? Aren't they all lizard people? I mean... Technically, is no. everyone in that universe a lizard person? No, you are no. being misled by, by the Q. translation oh. of dinosaur as terrible lizard. They aren't literally lizards. Oh, I thought this was like a QAnon thing. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Oh. I was reading the cues. I see. Everyone in the Mushroom Kingdom is... I don't know why I'm giving QAnon a voice. Is that how QAnon works? I don't remember. No, it's, no, like, it's, like, a, it's, like, it's a, like a post on 4chan. Yeah, I just couldn't it, remember. Yeah, if, it's like 30 fucking trolls a day on 8chan because it's super anonymous. Right, so right. I don't know why. I just couldn't remember if it was a post that was like, you know, a computer generated voice or if it <laughs> no, was no, text. You're, you're thinking of the movie Lawnmower Man. Access to died. Access to died. Access to Um, Let's dig into this. Let's dig into QAnon real quick. QAnon's, oh uh, QAnon um, and his uh, Street Fighter backstory. <laughs> Connection so, to the parallel dinosaur Earth. Mm-hmm. So how is it that people believe any of this? Uh, like, like, honestly, like, so some conspiracy theories are like, like, I'm not even going to get into the conspiracy theory that QAnon is based off of because it changes 34 times a day. Correct. Um. But, like, some conspiracy theories, there's a theory, and then, like, like generally the way that it works is, like, okay, logic, 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 ergo super leap of logic, 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 logic. And they just hope that they can hide that super leap of logic in the middle. Right. Sure. And then people believe it. But QAnon is literally, like, let's go to a completely anonymized forum where no one can tell who anyone is, 
And then I'm just going to start a message with, hey, remember me? I'm Q. That's all the verification you need to believe me. Uh I'm the same person as last time. Right. Yeah. There's a real issue with uh, identities that are purely based on being anonymous. Right. So at what point in time did, did someone go, I guarantee you it's the same person as last time. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, fine. One person does that. 30 people do that. How is there not someone in this message on this message board? Because there's someone on every message board screaming, screaming, uh, <laughs> but screaming, no, that's not Q. The, everybody look at me. I'm gonna just going to spam the same message over and over. That's not the same person. <laughs> How did that person lose the fight? I don't know. Well, probably because they're only excluding a message that they don't care about believing. And the reason that they care about it so much is because they believe the other ones. Yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. I just... It just doesn't make... How... (laughs) And let's let's be honest. Like, 90% of the people that show up to Trump rally is wearing, like, a t-shirt that says Q was right. Yeah. You look at that person and go... They have no means of figuring out 4chan or 8chan. This is not a person that has been on a message board. Mm. This is not a person with access to the internet. Mm. But for some reason, I could get raptured by JFK Jr. if I'm close enough to the tanks on the 4th of July. (laughs) Yeah. All right. That was a thing that somehow came out of the whole QAnon thing is... uh, so the basic backstory for listeners that may not know is that uh, the whole Mueller investigation yes. is Trump to smokescreen working with <laughs> Mueller to destroy the deep state by prosecuting Democrats for a child sex ring. Every Democrat in America. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, Mike, but literally the entire uh, like liberal. Uh, infrastructure of our country is just a gigantic pedophile ring. Sure. That's why they call it the deep state for some reason. Yes. <laughs> um, well, that just makes sense. Uh, but it has gone in some significantly weirder than that directions, <laughs> yeah. including the recent notion that JFK Jr. isn't in fact dead. Oh. He's been hiding for <sighs> decades uh, because he needed the evidence and the time to be right to expose the child sex ring and reveal that everybody in the Kennedy family was secretly a good conservative all along. Huh. And they were just, and they've just been waiting to take down this child sex ring since the Revolutionary War. Um, huh. uh, and that on what the a weird Christ of, figure. And then on the 4th of July, during Trump's military parade, yeah. he would reveal himself oh. and reveal that he was going to replace Mike Pence on Donald Trump's ticket, take down the sex ring, and lead people into the promised land. Huh. So what you should do is you should find a picture of him, print it out so it's about the size of your face, cut it out, and make a mask out of it, and wear it to this rally. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah, lots of people did that. Oh, boy. And then the Secret Service got real pissed because... They're not real excited about you all obscuring your faces near the guy they don't want you to kill. Right. Right. Huh. Yeah. Went real well. I'm sure it did. I'm just sad I didn't get raptured by JFK Jr. I mean, I think we all are now that you've said it out loud. Yeah. 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 It's weird to get raptured by a living person. 
I think so. I think there was some split over whether you would actually get raptured or the promised land was figuratively a world without Democrats because they were all in prison. <laughs> I see. Because they're all pedophiles. Yes. I see. No wonder Democrats are screaming about how overcrowded our prisons are, which must clearly be a lie. Because otherwise, how would we have so much space available to put those Democrats in? <laughs> I think the idea, eventually, I think functionally what you would have to do is just create, like, penal colony type things. Sure. And the best way of doing that is just to take both coasts, put up fences, and be like, you stay in the coast. Right. Oh, crap, we're landlocked now. <laughs> oh, no, no. They got the Gulf with Texas. Yeah. Oh, but that's along the border. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the only sane thing to do in this scenario is to wall off New York and L.A. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm listening. And then, uh, you know, have somebody go and escape from them. Yeah, Santa. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Kurt Russell played Santa. Yeah, he did. Oh, it was so great. a boy. I think we talked. Did we talk about it on the show? A little bit. Yeah, we must have. I kn- Back when it came out at Christmas time. Yeah, I mean, I saw a movie in which Kurt Russell was Santa. Sure. Right. A badass blues harp playing Santa. <laughs> hey, now. Uh, uh, so I, I'm almost certain we must have talked about it on the show. I, it certainly seems like something you couldn't hold in to yourself, like for yourself. Yeah. If you had experienced it. I mean, did you see it? No. Oh. <laughs> God. What do you do? You're wasting your time on like... You're wasting your time on like live theater. Stop creating. Sorry. You need to consume, consume more. I know. I know. I know. Like when you could be watching Kurt Russell be sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I don't have time to watch Kurt Russell be a badass blues harmonica playing Santa uh, because I have to memorize my lines. That's exactly what I said. That's too bad. Yeah. Mike, you got note cards out. Oh, he does? Oh, that's only because. Uh, the uh, bind the binder that was holding them together was falling apart in my pocket. Oh, I thought you'd made some notes about things that you like wanted to make sure you got in. I also or, thought you'd made no. Notes. Or you were gonna make your some talk notes. was basically the thing that I brought today. You couldn't have gone with Sprava talk. Uh, yeah, that probably. What's his actual better. name? Jurg Sprava. Jurg Sprava. Jurg. Jurg. Sprava. Sprava. But like you kind of the uh at the end you kind of only half pronounce it. Jurg. Sprava. Sprava. Yeah, you're closer. All right. Anyway, that I mean, obviously, that's number one on your priority list Certainly, to watch. Yes. Don't bother with these Santa, movies, right? Okay. Before you have checked out the Slingshot Man. Okay. So let me. Get, okay. So let me just make figure out my homework is because as we all know, that's what I do all the time. Right. It's homework. Yes. Homework. First, I watch all of Jurg Sprav <laughs> YouTube yep. channel. Yep. Then I watch. Do I watch Kurt Russell Santa first, or do I go back and watch Romeo Must Die? No, you watch. Okay, so you so you watch every Jet Li movie. Oh, right. That was that was made for an American audience plus yes. Black Mask. Yes. I think you're gonna need to save some time. So here's what you do. Okay. You watch. Actually, before you do any of this, yeah. Go get three tablets. Okay. Hook <laughs> them together yeah. like a DM screen. Yep. And then then you can watch three things at once. Gotcha. And you can really roll through this That's stuff. true. Yeah, and if you just mount them on like a shelf that you put over your face while you sleep, <laughs> like you yeah. could just consume even more of it. Right. Um, I, th- I think in this order. Black Mass, just to get a taste. Okay. And then uh, Romeo Must Die. Then Cradle to the Grave. Then you're going to want to throw in the one, but then as a palate cleanser after, War. 
Okay. Which is Jet Li versus Jason Statham. Got it. <laughs> uh, and then Kurt Russell as, as Santa. Santa. Okay. Right. Great. Oh, and all the Rocky movies. Right. That's where I got thrown off. And the Rambo movies. Yeah. Jeez. Especially I, the most recent I Rambo definitely movie. need three tablets. <laughs> <laughs> you also want to watch that... Uh, uh, that remake Jet Li made of Bruce Lee's Fists of Fury. I don't remember oh, yeah. if it was called Fists of I think Fury it was. or something yeah. else. I think it was called Fists of Fury. All right. Uh, oh, so here's what I think you do. Okay. I think you get three tablets. You put one of the you put one like tranche of movie on each. Mm-hmm. Um, marketplace of ideas. The one that you pay the most attention to is the one that sticks in your brain. <laughs> sure, sure. That's uh, yeah. I mean, then and then I can have a pretty. Uh, I can have data. Driven opinions about what are the best Jet Li movies and Rocky movies. Yeah, you're gonna be like, absolutely. You're like, you're gonna be like, remember when Apollo Creed kicked DMX through that car? (laughs) He kicked him so Rambo. Yeah, remember when he kicked him so hard he flew into another tablet? That's what I'll say at parties, and people will know exactly what I'm talking about. And that's the hope that you will stumble across movies that sync up. Yeah. Yeah, and just listen to Pink Floyd's "The Wall" the entire time. Yeah, you should probably have a Wizard of Oz screen. Okay. Yeah, just put that one on your TV. Just my regular TV? Yeah, well, because The Wizard of Oz isn't in particularly widescreen either. That was like before movies started getting really wide. Right. So it's actually like the aspect ratio of a television would be pretty good for it. Okay. This is all, I mean, this is all very helpful. So. I think that's what you're probably going to, yeah. I think So I think that'll take you until your show, your friend show closes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to drop out of the French show, is what I'm hearing. No, no. I think you stay in it, but just do it badly. I see. Yeah. Okay. Make sure that you're focused on our project. Right. Except for the moments that you're on stage. Right. Yeah. But at a certain point during the show, definitely climb to the top of a pyramid and proclaim yourself to be the only true Dan. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, I guess I didn't spoil the one. <laughs> I mean, it's in the title. Well, but the title's misleading because he's not the only one. Yeah, I mean, that's I, the whole point, right? I've seen, I've seen a trailer for that movie. Wow! So I've seen him throw a motorcycle at himself. Wow! Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot he throws motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the behind the scenes before they added the computer animation? And it's him kicking tennis balls. No, that's fun. It's kind of more impressive than him kicking computer animated things. Sure. Yeah, like I mean, tennis balls are a smaller target than Jet Li. Yeah. I mean. If you've ever tried to shoot a tennis ball, you can understand how much harder it is than shooting Jet Li. Right. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. That checks out. All right. Now we've reached the part of the show, that special part where Dan can actually reveal what this fringe show has oh, been about. shit. Dan, just... what do you have going on? Uh, hey, guys. Just let me... Let the record show Dan is currently, instead of telling us about it, trying to look up the first Jurg Sprava video <laughs> on his list of homework. Also, let the record show, I don't think Dan knows the name of his own Fringe show. No, he definitely does It's doesn't. very long. Did you improvise it? The title? No. Uh, I just got to figure out what the shortest version of it that's on the website is. Hey, guys, go to... Does it contain oh. the word Megorium? No. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> it's from the Winding Sheet Outfit. With that, you could search for that. Thumb? Uh, no. From, it okay. is presented by the winding sheet outfit. Oh, all right. Are you saying the winding sheet? Yeah. Outfit. That's the name of the theater company that I'm doing a show for. 
oh, I really should have gotten a postcard for this. <laughs> yeah. like, that would have been helpful. Oh, yeah. We should we should note for the listeners that uh, while we were wandering in here to do this, Dan wandered past one of his co-stars yep. uh, on the street. Yep. And she asked, would you like postcards? Yeah. And he said, no. I know how to use Dummy. the internet. No. Yeah. He said that we know how to use the internet. He didn't. Dan doesn't know how to use the internet. Yeah. But he knows that the two of us so we should be helping. excellent at the internet. We should be helping him, at least by vamping back and forth between the two of us while Dan continues to look for the name of his own show. I'm getting right, exactly. a bad signal. Well, boo-hoo. Anyway, it's called something like, You are cordially invited to the something of Edward Lear. Steven, give Dan your Wi-Fi oh. information over the podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh... I can look at my calendar to tell you when the performances are. Cool. Do that. Yeah. Hey, guys. There's a show on Friday the 2nd at 9 p.m. There's a show on Saturday the 3rd at 1 p.m. There's a show on Sunday the 4th at 10 p.m. There's a show on Thursday the 8th at 7 p.m. There's also a show on Saturday the 10th at 8.30 p.m. Get your button... I don't think you have to have a button this time. Oh. Go to minnesotafringe.org for more info. <laughs> yeah, like the name of the show. <laughs> it's very long. <laughs> it starts with, you are cordially invited. All right. Literally, the website for uh, the website, thewindingsheetoutfit.com. Yeah. The page for the show says at the top, the winding sheet outfit presents colon. Nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, check it out, baby. I'm sure that it will. I'm clicking through to the Fringe show page. No, I might have. You I'm are cordially invited to the life and death of Edward Lear. There it is. There it is. The thing that Steven just said? Yeah. All right. It's appropriate for ages 16 and up. Sure. You could go. August second. I already said that part. <laughs> yeah, but like you didn't do it. You didn't do it smoothly, like I'm doing. Okay. Or possibly August third at one p.m. Or possibly August fourth at ten p.m. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. Which one? August fourth at ten p.m. Sure. I think that's probably going to be the best one. Maybe August third at one p.m. It's hard to say. Yeah, it's hard to say. Hard which to one. say. Or August eighth at seven p.m. Uh, and then there's an ASL show. Oh right, that's uh, helpful to know. August tenth at eight thirty p.m. And I think that that's important. Uh, for anybody listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so see all of the ones that take place after this comes out, the night of August 4th. Yep. Uh, how yeah. many of those were there? August 8th at 7 p.m. Uh, August 4th at 10 p.m. Uh, so, you know, maybe you could catch that one. Depending sure, on it seems up. very unlikely. And then August 10th at 8.30 p.m. is the ASL show. I imagine that uh, they'll still talk, though. Yeah, we will still be talking. Let me make that clear. You're not doing the show in ASL. No. And it's at the Crane Theater. Correct. Lazy bastard. Jeez, sorry. Do you know, Dan, that the creators of the show say it's appropriate for ages 16 and up? Yeah, you already said that. <laughs> I just didn't know if you knew it. Oh. You don't seem to know anything about this show. Hey, I'm just the talent, baby. Another thing that's probably appropriate for ages 16 and up is me at the Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Mic every Thursday night at 10 o'clock, sign up at 9.30. You'll laugh your blast off. Oh, yeah. I also now am remembering as I'm looking at it that I dashed off my bio really fast and forgot to mention this podcast. You Piece of shit. <laughs> God, you suck. 
<laughs> you're, you're the least you could have done. <laughs> Which podcast is hurting more from your participation in this French festival? You should have forgotten your other podcast. You already have salad money for your Patreon. Your other podcast doesn't need a plug. What are you going to get? A third salad? Maybe. Monsters. I don't understand what the salad thing is, but... It's a running gag from that other podcast. I want my bag. I mean, it's also true. <laughs> like, we do get salad, and it is paid for by our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. So, yeah. That's all. We don't get salad one at this podcast. No. We, we could. And I've already given away my best bag-getting ideas oh. on the podcast. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Trademarked. All of it. Yeah, all those things we didn't name are trademarked. I mean, if I start, if I, I guess you could patent a thing, but, yeah, I, hey. but then I'd have to be actively attempting to develop it. I mean, you've already tasked me with getting three I mean, tablets and folding them up like a great point. A, We've already started working out the requirements. That's a, we're in development right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm actively trying to develop it. Yeah. Okay, great. No one steal my idea. Yeah. Yeah. You're legally enjoined. Yeah, right. Enjoining. Uh, and now the special part of the show where we uh, mm -hmm. where we end the show. Oh, also, stop recording. Also, guts and teeth, nine o'clock every Saturday through August. Hey, theater. have you mentioned this podcast in that? Performance? In what? In the show? I don't know. Just working into your improv scene hey, somewhere. Uh, can we get a suggestion for a, a podcast that's called oh. How Badcast? Hey, Mark, what are you doing? Oh, I'm listening to this hilarious podcast <laughs> how bad cast yeah or if i were in the show hey mark how are you what are you doing i'm listening to this podcast while sweeping because <laughs> if i don't know what to do space work of sweeping nice oh yeah i also uh, always had to start scenes with space work because uh verbal uh verbal starting just didn't happen yeah right. i mean the fact that you said because um verbal starting didn't happen yeah. is a pretty good indication that the space work was your jam. I like to stir a bowl. Oh. Like, do you hold it, like, in, in the crook of your arm? Correct. Yeah. I always assume I'm making, like, I don't know, cookies or something. Yeah, you just, you're just whipping batter. Yeah. It works out. I mean, if they're cookies, it's not bad. I think that's also a sex act. Ugh. This? Whipping batter. Oh. Not, like, the motion I'm making, though. <sighs> I mean, it could be. All right, so now it's time to stop and find out if the subtle electrical sound that was in my headphones was actually recorded. Uh, it's been great. Hey. Well, I didn't hear it, so either I have a brain tumor or huh. uh, there's I something wrong with your headphones. <laughs> That's I your assume, first go-to? <laughs> I assume there's a tumor in the way of one of my ears. All right, wow. well, well, <laughs> we'll find out indirectly about Stephen's health. Uh, next time on How Badcast. Bye-bye. Um.